Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Today, our featured guest is Dave Lucas. Dave Lucas is an entrepreneur like you, like me. He's also an author. He's an investor. He's the founder and host of the Misfit Entrepreneur Podcast. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to get into the money part of it, right? How do you monetize your podcast? Dave is doing it. He's figured it out. He's going to share his top three tips with you. So make sure you listen. He's also the contributor to Influencer, Forbes, and other top, top media channels. And he's the author of an Amazon bestselling book, The 10-Year Career, The Fast Track to Retiring Young, Wealthy, and Fulfilled. Who doesn't want that? Startup Nation, you want that. I know you do. So Dave, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? That was a great intro. Thanks, Joe. It's an honor to be on with you and with everybody in the audience. Um, I'm excited. Let's just let's get to it. Let's help these people out. Let's do it. All right. But before we do, I always like to ask this question. Share, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. In the business life. Um, well, I think it's important that to understand that the podcast for me that we're going to talk about today, The Misfit Entrepreneurs, actually started as a side project, mm. and it started as a uh, way to give back to my daughter. So um, we adopted our daughter, Hannah, from uh, China about five years ago, and I was uh, you know, finding myself in these uh, teachable moments and all these things that I had learned in the past from amazing people I got to spend time with, you know, study directly with, like, Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy, even a few billionaires. And uh, they, uh, these things were bubbling up. And uh, I was like, gosh, how much of this stuff have I forgotten over the years? And there's mm. got to be a way to immortalize it for Hannah so she can learn from her daddy and his misfit friends. So it all came about, um, you know, from a, a cute little 18 month year old girl coming home from China and, and spurring it on. I love that you adopted a little girl, man. Like that's so cool. And, and that resonates personally. I'm going to go here for a second. Like my dad goes to India six months out of the year. He's been doing it for 12 years and he's adopted like 75 to 100 children and paid for their housing, their tuition, their upbringing and give them a chance at a future because they didn't have one. They were living literally in sewers and with no family members. So you've seen some of the stuff as you've traveled the world and you know what it's like, some of the conditions. And we're so blessed and privileged here in America, but we're also in our own little bubble of just yeah. affluence, aren't we? 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, perspective is an amazing thing, right? When you travel, it, it gives you perspective, especially to those countries and that sort of thing. But it also makes you really appreciate, you know, what we really do have and cherish it and the opportunity that, that you have to, to go out and do these things that we get to do, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I once heard a, a mentor once told me it, that it's, um, it's so easy to be successful in America, it's just that nobody's trying. And that <laughs> resonated with me uh, in that sense, because I think we do lose, you know, kind of take it for granted sometimes. So never do that. Yeah, I really get that. So we're going to get into the mental game of entrepreneurship and why 90% of entrepreneurs just won't get through the 100K. So we'll get into that. But before we do, my audience loves context. So this, is, this episode, Startup Nation, is mostly for podcasters. Okay, how do you monetize your podcast? Because I believe 90% of podcasters, they don't know how to monetize their shows. They don't know how to monetize this asset of building an awesome following and audience and tribe. So we're gonna talk about how did Dave do it? How can you do it for yourself? So Dave, how much gross revenue uh, approximately did your show do uh, last year in the last 12 months? Yeah, so last year it uh, did uh, just right on about 70K uh, through the different things we do, and we're on pace to go over the 100K mark this year. I should say, and this is maybe one of the biggest lessons you're going to take away from me today, is that I've um, been doing it for almost three years. Mm-hmm. And, only, and last year was the real kind of breakout year. And so when I started, I, I, you know, I didn't start out because my why is, is you know, pretty strong to leave behind something for Hannah. It, it wasn't at the forefront, but what I did commit to is that I would do it uh, for a minimum 18 months because building businesses and the things that I, I've been able to do, I, uh, there's a formula that I've created over the years that's called the DCP formula. And this is really the underpinning of just about everything. And it's the underpinning for any business, any podcast, anything you want to do. And DCP stands for discipline, consistency, and persistence. And those three things are required to succeed at anything. Now you hear that and you say, okay, yeah, everybody knows that. Well, what does it really mean, right? Discipline is doing the things that you know you need to do even when you don't want to do them. Mm -hmm. I don't need to do a podcast. I don't need to do this, right? Um, I do it because I have a strong why behind it, right? So those days, you know, when I don't want to, you know, cut an episode or, you know, just want to take a break or slack off, it reminds me I need to do that. That's discipline. But even if you're disciplined, yeah, go ahead. Does it always work? It does. Those those days when you feel like, ah, I'm just not up to it today and you don't know where to pull that energy from. Mm -hmm. Going back to the why, does it always work? Or do you have those days where you're like, the why is not even, I'm not even feeling it today. Yeah, I think everybody has those days, but the key is what do you do in those days? So um, everybody talks about having a why. Um, when I talk about, so I I do this talk on the 10 principles of success and DCP is one of them. Another one of the principles is it's not enough to have a why you have to have a strong why that connects with your heart and your mind and everything. And, uh, so for me, I have a very, very, very strong why for this, right? Um, because it's, it's grown now, you know, it, it started to leave behind stuff for her, but now I truly believe that one episode can change someone's life because I've seen it. Tell me what you mean by that. So um, I've, I've had people that have, uh, that are listeners in the audience now, many, many times send me a note after an episode is released and say, 
thank you so much. That message from your guest or that topic that you discussed was exactly the thing that has been missing that I have been waiting to hear. And it gave me everything I need to get to my next level, push through, go on, whatever it is, right? So when I do an episode now, I think of it, I, I think like we're doing it for that one person, that one person that you know is, is going to be listening, that is going to find that missing link that they needed to get to their next level or change their life. And so I've seen it happen now. It's been reinforced by the, you know, the people in the world. And it's, it's amazing and an honor and a huge responsibility to have that. So I take that very seriously. So that's at the core now too. But if I have a day where things get off track or, you know, hey, my travel's delayed by five hours and I'm not going to get back to do the thing I need to do. That doesn't mean I don't, I, I, I don't get to it. I then look at my schedule. I reschedule it back in. I change things around to make sure that I do it in a timely fashion. And that's the other piece of it is, you know, look, you can be disciplined for one day. That's easy, but it's the consistency piece. You got to do it day in and day out, you know, and not every day you're just going to be perfect. I don't think any days are really perfect. No business is perfect, but you have to commit to being consistent in how you do things. Right. And so that's the other piece. And then the last piece is you can be disciplined, you can be consistent um, and still hit walls mm. and still hit, uh, you know, those, those breaking points, right? And if you're not willing to persist through them, then you'll, you'll kind of stay there. And that's why you see, you see a, lot, a lot of companies, a lot of companies will have massive growth and then plateau. And it's usually because they're disciplined, they're consistent, but they've hit that, that largest wall that they're just not willing to persist through, Right. Um, and that, that means that could mean changing a whole business model because in today's world, within a few years, that can change on you and you have to change your whole business model to compete, innovating, scrapping a lot of things and starting over. I mean, some people are just not willing to do that. Uh, now, Dave, let me, let me jump in right there. What was that wall for you in your podcast? Uh, so, th you know, the biggest wall for me was, um, it was to that point of really understanding how much it can uh, change someone's life and then really, you know, uh, treating it like that business and not a side project, right? So like anything else, you know, if you treat it like a business, it'll pay you like a business. If you treat it like a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby. And so for me, the first year or so was, was more just a side project, a hobby thing. Um, you know, I, a great way to connect with people and stuff like that, which was really good. But it built the base. It taught me how to interview. It taught me how to, uh, you know, get consistent in production. It gave me the time to learn the places that I needed to be and the places to market and all that stuff. Um, but I went a lot slower than if I had focused full time on it like a business, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, that really came after the first year where um, I had tried to get sponsors. I was having trouble doing it. I wasn't getting necessarily downloads, but my approach to getting the sponsors just wasn't working. So I finally sat down took a week off all my other businesses and everything, hunkered down for an entire week, retooled everything and uh, came at it, you know, from a business standpoint. And then from there, it, it really started to take off. Even the downloads started to grow the way that we market the show, all that stuff changed at that point. Um, you know, just posting on social media to post doesn't necessarily drive, uh, you know, the listens, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you engage? How do you do that stuff? And um, I've incorporated, I got a VA, um, and all that stuff involved to help do that and, you know, put more focus on it. So I know, and I'll just want to build some context for you, Startup Nation, that, you know, Dave has multiple multi-million dollar companies that he's built. 
So he took a while from what I'm hearing, he took a while to start treating his podcast as one of those businesses so that he could get that type of success. And I love what you just said and Startup Nation, write this down. If you treat it like a business, it will pay you like a business. If you treat it like a hobby, it will pay you like a hobby. How are you treating your podcast right now? Is it a business or a hobby? It's very clear. You got to pick one. It's kind of like being pregnant. You can't, you can't be, well, maybe somewhere in the middle. You either are or you're not. So which is it? Is it a hobby or a business? And where do you want to make that shift right now? So Dave, thanks for sharing that. Let's get into how did you make your first $70,000? I, I realized it took you three years because you finally got serious and started treating it like a business. But now you're on your pacing for 130K you shared with me before we got on for yeah. the next 12 months. So specifically, what are your top three tips or strategies that Startup Nation right now, other podcasters can deploy into their podcast, into their show to really cross that first 100K? Um. Uh, I want to just say one thing to the last point that'll lead into this. Okay. So um, yeah, it, it, as, as Joe said, you know, I, I do have these other entities and, and that's where my focus was and, and still remains the bulk of my focus. The challenge for me and, and the other side of the wall that we talked about was figuring out how to be able to do multiple things like that and focus like that. So the productivity side and retooling how I run my day, my life and everything. I'm also an Ironmaner. So I have a lot of training that I do, you know, and all that stuff. So it was a real challenge to do all that stuff, but hunkering down and really thinking it through allowed me to do that. In fact, um, I actually, if you saw my calendar, you'd think I was nuts because almost every half hour of every minute of every day is blocked off for different things, you know, regimented like that because of this. So um, that how really- How much, how much do you resemble Tim Ferriss? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I got my own thing. You know, I, you know Tim's pretty regimented too. But uh, it is about that routine. And that goes back to that discipline. It goes back to being consistent. It goes back to being persistent, right? It's, mm. If you think about that, it's the underpinning of everything in your business. Tip number one. If you're a podcaster and you want to make money, right, and you're not doing what you want to do, look at your business from even the DCP angle. Say, where am I disciplined? Where am I not? If I'm disciplined, am I consistent am I, or am I not? What do I need to do to be consistent? Because uh, one of the most important things for podcasting is to be consistent. Release dates, your different newsletters you send out, the different things you do have to be consistent and without fail every single week in and week out uh, to build your audience. They have to know and trust that you'll be there. Most podcasts don't last past like seven episodes, right? And 93%, so, you know, right? Yeah. And so um, you have to build that trust and build that audience over the time. It's the long game no matter what you do, mm. okay? Unless you're Ron Burgundy, you know, unless, you're, unless you have that, that hole or the rock and you have that type of following to begin with, you know, it, you're going to have to play the long game to build it up. Okay. So you just have to go in with that mentality. And that's a consistent thing I've heard from every top podcaster that's out there. Okay. So that's the number one thing. Okay. That doesn't generate revenues right away, but it does generate two revenues by being consistent. And that means not just your release dates, but your marketing, your, uh, what you say, how you do it, how you carry yourself, everything. You're a brand when you're a podcast. That's really important. The second thing is, um, believe it or not, uh, forget the downloads, especially in the beginning. Most people are obsessed with downloads. They look at it like six times a day and you know, whatever your platform that you use, okay? Be more focused with engaging, connecting, understanding your audience, what they're looking for, and really dialing in your show. 
because if you have a great show, I can tell you that actually downloads aren't as big of a deal. If you have a really great, well-produced show that uh, you have a, a, a great audience with, even if it's a couple thousand people, if they are uh, extremely loyal to you, you will do better than somebody that has, that, you know, is, uh, you know, just in some cases you hear it buying downloads and things like that out there, um, you know, that, that, you know, maybe have 50,000 downloads, but they don't help any advertiser connect, you know, or, or actually produce. And so, you know, it's all about when you're going to get advertisers, because a lot of people think about advertising and that's a way to go, especially once you start to get some, some decent, consistent downloads, but it's about production. It doesn't matter how many downloads you have, but the advertiser doesn't get any sales. They're not going to come back. Right. Mm -hmm. So having a, a really uh, solid, loyal audience that you built your tribe with is, you know, really important. And that's something that I did not do as good of a job in the beginning. That's something that, you know, eight, 10 months in, I really started to understand and focus on. Right. And so I would say from the beginning, be obsessed with doing that well. So what would that look like? Like step one and two to really connect with your audience for the podcaster right now who hasn't done that yet. They've been looking at the downloads, but not looking at their audience. Mm -hmm. What would you say? Okay, this is what I did. Here's your step one and two to yeah. really connect with your audience and hear what they're going through and how you can offer solutions. So um, one, one of the biggest ways that I did that is I started going on other podcasts. So I started doing uh, other, you know, uh, sharing a message about like, the show and what we're doing with it and everything through other podcasts and connecting with people that way. And then really engaging the people that came back to me through social media, through email, through that sort of thing, and actually responding and being a part of that. You know, and that for me was really hard because working the hours I do and then the different areas that I do, my largest business, we do business in a hundred countries. And so, you know, to be able to take the time to do that was really, really hard. But once I did, once I really started doing that, um, that really made a huge difference. So, you know, those are a couple of things that I, I would really focus on um, from the beginning. Yeah, I'm clear on that. So let me ask you this specifically, and this is my own curiosity, Dave, is how much, how many shows have you been a guest on and, and intentional about being a guest on other shows? And then what did that do for your own show? In other words, creating that visibility on, of yourself on other people's shows, did some of their audience carry over into your own show and did you see a spike in your audience? Yeah, and uh, nowadays I try to do at least two shows a month okay. um, at this point. Um, but, uh, for that year, I, I was trying to do it every week. It wasn't perfect, but you know, so 40 or so for the year. Um, the other thing that I did, and I think this is really important because it's a lot easier than you think, is I, uh, I, wrote a, I write a blog every week on the podcast blog site. And then we post that through social media and share that. Um, I started transferring that to other mediums. So, uh, you know, there are sites like business.com or um, uh, like Influence, if you mentioned Influence. So I started applying to all these different areas where I could repurpose what I was writing and put it out to larger mediums with larger audiences. And that allowed me to get in front of others too and engage and find, you know, new uh, sources of, of potential, uh, you know, misfit nation members, which, which I call them. So um, that was the other thing. And, and anybody can, you guys can all do this. Uh, you don't have to, you know, be some uh, really famous person or anything like that to do that stuff. Just go apply. You can go apply at Lifehack. You can apply at business.com. You can apply a lot of these different things and start writing or start putting those things there um, and across multiple places. And that'll do it. Another area you can do it in is LinkedIn. 
write articles on LinkedIn. If you're not doing that and repurposing your articles there, there's a huge, huge, obviously, um, you know, group of people at LinkedIn that are looking for that content as well. So when you start looking at how to leverage things, um, it really can drive that engagement and uh, that interest back to you. Startup Nation, what I'm hearing Dave say is start leveraging other audiences, right? To get your visibility out there. Visibility creates visibility. You got to put yourself out there. So as you're waiting for your audience to grow, go leverage other audiences by adding value, contributing to them, whether it be a writer or a video blogger or being a guest on their show and adding value to their audience. And while you're there as a guest on their show, you're probably going to see how they run their show. If they're a successful podcast, you're going to look at what are some of those things that you really love that they're doing maybe a little better than you. And I know I've done that with other podcast hosts. I know other podcast hosts have done that with me. They're like, dude, I absolutely love your seven steps that I needed to go through in order to be a guest on your show. Like I've never seen anyone make me go through that. That was awesome. I'm copying it. That was worth coming on your show. And that's totally fine. And I, I believe we're building a community of podcasters who have big hearts that really want to serve and contribute to the world. And it's important that we share some of these tips and strategies and not in a way where we, we feel uh, competitive and all that stuff. Like know that your voice is unique. Like I couldn't be Dave Lucas if I tried on my best day. And Dave Lucas couldn't be Joseph Warren if he tried on his best day. And that's the point. There's an audience that's unique for each of us. Well, that's, there's, yeah, there's a ahead. couple, yeah, there's a definitely a couple of things with that. You said something that's really important and it's about authenticity, right? The other thing is when you are, are willing to be totally vulnerable and, uh, you know, let your true self show through, which is hard for podcasters, especially in the, the beginning, you know, they, they want to, they've got this idea of what they are, or what the show is, or the persona that they're going to be. And uh, they have to kind of get through that to where they can, you know, really be vulnerable and just be themselves. And, um, you know, the other thing is, uh, as you just said, uh, not everybody's going to like you and that's okay. You know, um, it's a good thing. Every, you know, look, if everybody liked Apple, everybody'd have an Apple phone, right? Uh, a large amount of people like Apple and Apple does really well because of that. Right. But it's still, uh, you know, uh, in the context of the amount of people in the world, not that huge, right? So, yeah, I think that's the other thing is, uh, you know, it, that's okay. And you have to be really general, genuine in who you are when you go on these shows and everything. Don't say what, you know, you think the people or the host wants to hear. Tell them what you know and what you believe. That's going to resonate more strongly with people and connect with them than you trying to do the, the former. And again, not everybody's going to like it. Not everybody will agree with it. And that's okay. But those that do become, you know, great, um, great partners in, in what you're doing in your business and everything else. Startup Nation, David is so right. The second I, uh, I stop trying to look good, and stop trying to avoid looking bad. And I just showed up and said, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This is what I've been through. That's where everything shifted for me. And I believe it could happen for you. That's what I'm hearing Dave say. I think this is a great wisdom nugget right there. Write that down. Dave, let's get into the mental game of entrepreneurship real quick. Why do you think that 90% of podcasters are struggling to make their first 100K? What's the number one reason that you believe? Uh, number one reason that they don't is, is they don't stick with it long enough. I mean, that's mm. the number one reason um, for, for most. I think people think it's going to be easier than it is. And once you understand what it takes to really do a great show, 
you know, there's a lot involved in it from the marketing to the production side. Like for me, people still don't believe that I actually go through and edit and do the show notes for every episode. And I actually do that. And I plan that as part of my week. It's my personal growth time. I use it because I learn from these amazing people that I have on the show, just as the audience does. And the second time back through, when I actually have to take notes and write things down and pick out the best points, it's amazing what I learned. That helps me in all my other businesses and stuff, right? So, um, you know, to do an episode takes me an hour and a half, you know? So you have to, you have to understand that, you know, it, it takes some time to really do it right. And you have to be willing to put that in and do that. Right. Um, you know, and it, there's a lot of people that just wing it and you know, mm. they wonder why they're not doing it. So again, advertisers are going to listen to your show. If, if you want to have advertisers and they're going to want to see that it's professionally done and consistent and everything else. Um, so that's, that's a huge, huge thing. It's the underpinning again of it all, uh, for you as a, as a podcaster, um, from a mindset standpoint, um, look, what you focus on expands in your life. What you believe becomes your reality. Um, one of my favorite topics to talk about is the conditioned mind. Okay. So mm -hmm. we're all born with a clean slate. We all come out of the womb and we're all even. It's not like they said, Hey, beautiful baby, too bad that one will never make more than 30,000. It doesn't work like that. Right. Everybody uh, comes out the clean slate. The reality is, is that we are, are taught and conditioned to think and act the way we do. And a lot of that's great. A lot of that's really good stuff, great values, all the things that we get. Um, those sources, you know, media, culture, religion, family, parents, school, everything, you know, helps shape us who we are. Along the way though, we, we can develop some bad habits that hold us back, right? So the greatest uh, thing that can ever happen to somebody is uh, the awareness that this exists and to be able to sit with their thoughts and be able to actually say to you, I actually believe that, did I actually come up with that on my own? Or was that put there by something else? And if so, do I actually believe that? Is mm -hmm. that the way I want things to be? Or should I move forward in a different way? That's the ultimate and personal power. So if you're not getting the success you want in anything, examine your thoughts because your beliefs, okay? or your thoughts lead to your beliefs, your beliefs lead to your feelings, your feelings lead to your actions, your actions ultimately lead to your results. You take out everything in the middle, your beliefs lead to your results. So what do you believe? When's the last time anybody listening actually sat down for three hours uninterrupted and wrote down what they truly believe about life, success, family, all those things? Most people never do that exercise in their life. And they wonder why that they're not getting their, their level of success doesn't align with where they want to be. Startup nation, startup nation. Dave just challenged you. He challenged you. Get real about it. Write down your beliefs. I agree 100% with what he's saying right now. These are things I've had to do myself. And that's where things shift for you. Or you could st uh, just stay where you are. Keep whining. Keep being the victim in your life, in your podcast, in your show. There is no such thing as a successful victim. I've never met one. <laughs> well said. And, well. and, and, I don't mean, and I don't mean somebody that's actually a victim, right? Mm -hmm. Because there are people that have actually been victims of horrible things that have had amazing successes. Uh, the, a lot of the Holocaust survivor stories that you mm -hmm. see of what these people have done are amazing. Those are true victims. Most people, we talked about the beginning of this uh, this episode about, uh, you know, how lucky we are and everything for where we live and everything else. Most people, at least in the United States, play the role of the victim. They're not real victims. Well said. And I've never met a successful one of those. I get that. Dave, let's shift this real quick and we're going to wrap up the show. What is the number one daily habit that helped you grow your audience? Number one daily habit that helped me grow my audience. Um, 
Gosh, there's so many of those. Um, What's the one, if you took that away, it wouldn't, you wouldn't be where you are right now. I have to go back that it's actually, uh, it's actually the routine and the discipline and the belief that you put into it to do it day in and day out. There's not one thing that like, oh, oh, I click this button and I have a big audience. It doesn't work like that. It's <laughs> doing the things that uh, all the things consistently over and over again that do it, right? So, and that, that, all of that is engagement. And so, you know, I guess the one thing is the engagement, but all the things that go into the engagement that have to be done every single day and done right is the key. I get that. Yeah, so I would. There is no magic bullet. I'm, I'm sorry to say that but there isn't. Darn it, Dave, you just ruined it for all my listeners. <laughs> Dang it. You just like my whole, my whole life is a lie now. Okay. So Dave, what's the number one thing that helped you grow your profits? Like what's your number one profit center for your podcast right now? Uh, so the, it started out with advertising. That's how I started. Now, the thing that I did with advertising, and this was important to me. It may not be important to you, but I think it's resonated really well. I will not advertise something that I either uh, haven't used in my own businesses or life uh, or that I cannot have serious conviction about. Mm. Okay. Because when you speak about it, that comes out. Mm-hmm. When you speak about something and you really believe in it, it comes out and your listeners will know that. The spoken word will show that. So that's, that's a key to advertising. Don't just advertise to advertise. Okay? So I'm going I'm to do something here and I'm going to co-advertise one of your advertisers because I listened to one of your uh, episodes and you start off with uh, your commercial for genm.co. Yes, love those guys. And dude, like... I, I immediately went to the website and said, that was brilliant. Like mm-hmm. you spoke it so authentically and you put a desire in me to go find that out, find out more about that and look into it for myself. Like, and I think it's because you showed up from an authentic place and you truly believe in the value that they're bringing to the world as, yeah, a, as an example. It's an amazing mission they have. And, and I utilize their services in Misfit Entrepreneur. When you go to my Facebook page and see the, those uh, videos that are getting put out every day and stuff that we do, that's actually done by uh, one of the people that works with me from Gen M that that's I found so cool. through Gen M, right? So, you know, I think that's a really important thing. I will say this and I'll give a shout out to them. Um, I used to do all my own uh, advertising. I used to uh, source, find, and do all that stuff because I would call, you know, up companies that I used and everything else and pitch them on that. Um, I uh, did start working with a company called AdvertiseCast mm-hmm. that has done a really, really good job. They take the time to get to know you, your values, understand the type of things that you're looking for. Uh, even if you have products that you use today that you'd like to maybe have them as a sponsor, they'll go talk on your behalf and they're very reasonable. So if you don't have the time for it, which is you know, kind of where I've gotten to be with things, um, they're a great group. So I'll give a shout out to them um, as a potential resource. But I would say that... Um, you need to probably get up to where you're at, uh, um, depending on how many episodes you do. I would say uh, at least a thousand and uh, downloads or listens an episode um, is is probably where you need to be before you get to there. Um, if you're doing like a monthly sh- or a weekly show, um, mm-hmm. so that's just a little advice, something that you might yeah. know. 
That makes sense. And now you can go back to the, both those sponsors and say, hey, I went ahead and I expanded your sponsorship free of charge on Joseph Warren's podcast as well. <laughs> well, hey, look, AdvertiseCast isn't a sponsor. Uh, yeah. So I'm just giving them a Even shout better. out. It's a tool you can use. So Awesome. So Startup Nation, we are living, uh, listening to Dave Lucas. He's the host of Misfit Entrepreneur uh, podcast, and you can find him at misfitentrepreneur.com. That's misfitentrepreneur.com. Dave, we're about to enter my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. This is where you and I, I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. It's just for fun. Don't overthink it. Are you ready? I am. Let's do All it. All right. What's your favorite thing about podcasting? Uh, the uh, people that I get to meet and get to have on my show and the un amazing relationships and networks that uh, are created from it. I so get that. What is your least favorite thing? Um, least favorite thing? About podcasting. Um, Three seconds. Uh, I really, I, I really enjoy doing it. So I, I uh, least Come favorite on, thing. There's something you just thing. don't look forward uh, to. You know, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, I don't look forward to having to jump in and do uh, some of the social media uh, postings and stuff if my VA doesn't get it right. There we go. Got it. That's clear. And I, <laughs> it is people. <laughs> All right. Just in life in general, what are you most afraid of? Not uh, living up to the potential that I know I'm capable of. Yeah, that's clear. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year with your podcast? Looking at downloads. Yeah, got <laughs> that. What secret fear do you have about people or about yourself? Secret fear about people or about myself? Do I have to answer both or just one or the other? Pick one. Um, my secret fear about people is that they, uh, they'll never realize the, the true greatness and genius that they actually have in them, and they'll go through life without ever um, unleashing it on the world. Got that. I think that happens way too much. Is that your, the same secret belief you have about yourself or fear? Well, it's not a fear. It's something I'm acting on through everything that I do. So I recognize it, and I'm trying everything I can to make sure that I am able to do that. Awesome. What do you wish you had learned sooner uh, about podcasting? Um, about how to really, uh, you know, uh, engage an audience and really be genuine um, about how you do a show. Uh, I had this idea of what I thought it was. Um, and after about 30 episodes or so, I started to really figure out what it was. Yeah, I got that. What's a new habit you want to form? Uh, well, one of the things I'm fond of saying that I learned from uh, Tom Ziegler is the best way to success is to replace a bad habit with a good habit. So, you know, it's something I actually look at all the time. Um, and so, you know, one of the things right now that I'm uh, working towards, um, I wouldn't say it's so much a habit, but is how I uh, can uh, replace myself and some of the other businesses I have so I can spend more time doing this and, and some of the things I really want to uh, do more with. Got that. And what's a bad habit you want to break right now? Um, working, working or uh, checking in after 8 p.m. at night. Oh, heck no, brother. Mm -hmm. I gave that up there years are, ago. There man. are some days where I still do that. And some of it is because like I had a meeting in Dubai with a client in Dubai sure. and our team the other night. Right. But, you know, again, pulling myself back and replacing myself and some of the things I won't have to do that stuff. So, um, but, you know, I, 
I really try hard not to do anything past uh, 5 p.m., but sometimes it still happens. That's, hey, I get it. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Oh, geez. Describe who you are now. Um, determined. Honest. Loving. That's awesome. You know what I thought you were going to say? Hmm. Disciplined. Consistent and persevering. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's under, <laughs> under all that. Stuff. <laughs> no, I'm clear. All right, pick pick three words to describe who you were uh, year one of, of your podcast. Year one of the podcast. Uh, uh, what's the word? I know what I, it is. I'm just trying to think of the word to use. Um, um, green. <laughs> yeah, green behind the ears, like naive. Green. Um, yeah. Gosh, it really comes back to just, you know, you don't know what you don't know and there's a ton of things you don't know. And so it's just uh, eyes wide open, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, um, it really just uh, I thought I understood podcasting and in, in the uh, the whole world of podcasting. And um, I, I, I knew nothing. I, I didn't understand any of it. Um, so yes, confused. Funny. Maybe. <laughs> yep, got it. And last question. Dave, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your daughter in the eye, and give them only one piece of advice, what would you say uh-huh. to them? It's a wonderful, wonderful question. Um, I, would, I would tell them, and as I do tell them, be true to who you are always, love unconditionally, and give of yourself um, as best as you can to the world because it's a much better place than a lot of people make it out to be. Mm. Startup Nation, we are listening with Dave Lucas. You can find him at MisfitEntrepreneur.com. That's MisfitEntrepreneur.com. Go subscribe to his podcast on iTunes. I listen to his show. He's brilliant at what he does. And today, We're honored that he shared a little bit about himself. He let us into some of those vulnerable parts about who he is as a person. And that's what we all want is real connection with other human beings, isn't it? Yeah. And and I know I mentioned it along the way there. If anybody, you know, wants it, I talked about the 10 principles of success. Um, If you go to the website, you can actually get those. Uh, It's a free ebook. So uh, misfitentrepreneur.com forward slash lessons, and you can get that. Um, it's been a truly honor. You do an amazing show yourself, people listening. Uh, it's amazing what you can pack into a half an hour, isn't it? So thank you so much. And uh, hopefully you guys got something that, as I, I said, I, I believe one episode can change someone's life. So hopefully you got something out of this that'll change yours today. I love it. Startup Nation, Podcaster Nation, that's what I'm going to call you. Do you enjoy this show? I know we're just starting out right? But first 100K, we're in 85 countries and growing, which is awesome. Go check that out. If you want to listen to the stories and inspiration of business owners in all different industries and disciplines and how they made their first $100,000. This part, this segment, this show is for you, the podcaster, who's trying to monetize your show and your audience. There's my timer. So we are right on track. So go ahead and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't yet. Write a five-star review if you love it. Write a one-star review. I don't care. Just be true. Be authentic. If you don't like me as the host, say, Joseph, 
dude, I had one person write on iTunes. He wrote, listen, Joseph, I love your guest interviews, but could you talk less? Like it was the best, dude. It was the best. And I was like, no, it's my show. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. Right. And that's part of being authentic and true. So thank you for being on the show, Dave. You really bring, I really got to see who you are today and we got to see your heart. So thank you for that. And for the wisdom of how to monetize our podcast out there, because we do got to, you know, bring in the money as well as add value to the world. So thank you for that today. Thank you. All right. God bless. Cheers. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.